everybody. <laughs> How are you? Happy Monday. It's a beautiful day today, and I hope that you guys are ready. We have a new topic. We have a new week. There's so much going on. This is the final week of Remar Nurse University. Have you been following along with us? Tonight's very, very special because it will be our game night. This is our huge game night tonight over all of the things that we've been covering, and it's very challenging. Tonight will be very, very challenging, um, and I don't even want to give you too much. I'm just telling you, set your alarms 8 p.m. I think I'm going... <sighs> I think I'm going $100 third place prize. Set your alarms. $200 second place prize. And then the grand prize will be $300 to our top winner on tonight. So this is going to be a very exciting but challenging game night. You don't want to miss it as part of Remar Nurse University. This is our final week for everything, for everything. Even the sale, if you guys were waiting to get V2, this is the week to get it. Usually I tell you just grab Quick Facts, but literally if you get the V2 for $89, then Quick Facts comes with it. This is the best way to go. Three months access. This will be the final week of that. Whew. So good, guys. All right. We also have this topic on today, which is going to be appendicitis. This is our topic for today. So if you haven't studied this yet, um, you are able to do so. You can also find this topic in either one of your quick facts. If you have the five-star version for some of you who are still rocking with the original, it's in here. But I will be doing from the next-gen version on page eight. So this is what we're about to get into. Just, just as a reminder, we have game night twice this week, okay, with Remar Nurse University. We're doing game night on Monday, and then we're also doing game night on Wednesday. So two times for cash winning prizes this week. Hey, everyone, got Monday motivation coming in straight from you guys. Good day, everyone. Happy Monday. I just want to say I passed my NCLEX RN on Wednesday. Thanks be to God. Well, Nurse Frances Bell, congratulations. New RN spinning around the block. I am so proud of you. Next gen NCLEX. Who's next? Who's next? Another testimonial. Christina C2030. Good morning, Regina. Got my ATT on Wednesday. Took the NCLEX the next day and passed. No way. No way. That's what I'm talking about. When you're ready for the opportunity, you can just jump right in. No need to wait. No need to extend it. Got the ATT. The next day, took NCLEX and passed the RN. Amazing. Phenomenal. Oh, my goodness. Pay attention to these testimonials. Seriously. That is that's that is just being ready. Oh my goodness. I can't. I I I listen. <laughs> this was my shirt that I put on. With God is possible. Thank you so much. And I saw like a lot of comments, but um Nurse Black says, Thank you so much, Remar. Passed my NCLEX R and 85 questions. I'm a re Repeat it, test taker. You guys can do it. So I put this shirt on and it just, I couldn't find my, I was looking at scrubs. I was looking at my, my Remar Nurse University shirt. And I'm just like, 
I don't want to wear any of these. This is the one I picked out to wear. And I didn't realize that it was literally going to be the vibe of today with God is possible. And so if you are striving to get your nursing license and you're not really sure if you can do it or how you can do it, just know that with God is possible. And if you want this shirt, this is one of the shirts um, as part of our Remar merch. So you guys can also wear this. It's kind of like a walking testimonial uh, that, that, that we just share with each other because you guys are constantly saying it. Before I even started the live, I believe I saw one or two comments that said, with God is possible. So we're all on the same page today. I love when we're vibing like this. Guys, come on in. We're doing appendicitis on today. Thank you so much for the testimonials. Who's next? All right, so appendicitis. If we get into this topic, you can learn a lot just from the name of the condition. And so that's one of our, if we had any cheat sheets for NCLEX, just knowing the just knowing the content and knowing the, the terminology helps. So you have an itis condition, which is an inflammation of the what? inflammation of the appendix, right? So the appendix gets inflamed. We're going to see for many reasons why this can happen. But let me ask you this. If we're talking about appendicitis, we know that the appendix is attached to the, it's like really close to the colon. So is this a small intestine or a large intestine problem? What would you guys say if we're talking about appendicitis? And we're just doing our our background work. We're just doing our background work. What do you say? This is a small intestine or a large intestine problem? This is good stuff. This is what we are striving for. So think about it in your mind because you always want to position what you know about something before you go into a content lecture. So you're just thinking small intestine, large intestine, appendicitis. What is the, what is the connection here? And if you don't know, that's great because this is what class is all about. So when we talk about the um, when we talk about appendicitis, appendicitis is an inflammation of the appendix, right? We know this. Let me make this a little bit bigger. So the appendix is actually a finger-shaped pouch on the lower right side of the belly. And then it projects from the colon. Okay. So when we think about the appendix, it's, it's not big at all. It's a small, thin pouch. That's five to 10 centimeters, about two to four inches in length. It extends from the body's lower right side of the large intestine. So this is a large, okay, um, a large intestine connection. The appendix, it contains specialized tissues that can produce antibodies, but really nobody knows what the function is completely it's like well what are you what is the appendix supposed to be doing i'm like i don't know i don't know what it is but when it gets inflamed it hurts really badly all right so large intestine connection here now appendicitis which is what we're talking about is most likely caused by an infection now this infection typically is due to a result of a blockage I mean, there's a little blockage in the opening of the appendix. And so when that gets blocked, then the whole area becomes inflamed. And so the blockage occurs in the appendix lining. Now, infection can cause the blockage. So as the appendix swells in reaction to the infection, okay, um, what happens is the appendix, it becomes, um, it becomes infected. The swelling is there. So appendicitis occurs when the appendix becomes obstructed. 
most commonly stool is the obstruction of it. Because remember, we're talking about the large intestine here. But sometimes a foreign body or a tumor like cancer can also cause this obstruction. Now, the most common symptoms, the most common signs, clinical signs of appendicitis is going to be abdominal pain. And so the abdominal pain may include pain that begins around the belly button and then it progresses to the lower right quadrant, okay, of the abdomen. This is what you're typically going to see. Also, the pain is going to start very acutely, very acute pain, so, so much so that it may even wake the person up from their sleep. They are not going to be, um, they're, they're not going to be able to get comfortable. This is what you're going to see. And then the pain worsens with movement. The pain worsens with deep breathing or with coughing or sneezing. And the pain can be very intense and may not feel like any pain that the client has ever experienced before. Sometimes it can, um, it can come before other symptoms and it can get worse in, within the hour. All right. Now let's talk about, let's talk about other common symptoms. And these are the ones you're going to really read about with, um, in quick facts here, if you have next gen, but here's some of the ones I, I wanted to note here. You have stomach pain and vomiting, loss of appetite, chills and fever, constipation, loose stools, trouble passing gas, and a bloated abdomen, a bloated abdomen. So if you have this book here, which is the quick facts book, and you read on page number eight, you're going to have appendicitis here. Okay. So other signs and symptoms I have here, um, loss of appetite, nausea and vomiting, low grade temperature. One of the questions, and this is, this is just, I'm giving you guys this for a freebie because on the signs and symptoms I have here, chills and fevers, chills and fevers. One of the double point questions for tonight is who would your priority patient be? Somebody that had a low temperature or somebody that had high temperature. So I want you guys to think about that for tonight's game night question. A lot of prioritization on tonight's questions, but essentially if a patient is, um, patient has a low temperature or the patient has a high temperature, who's going to die first? Okay, let me get back to the lecture here. Let's move on to the following tests and procedures that are used to diagnose appendicitis. Number one, you have your physical examination. McBurney's point and Rovzing's point. We talked about um, both of these. We talked about both of these. Then you also have your blood tests. Now, in the blood test, if we're talking about appendicitis, what are we looking for in the blood test? If, a if the doctor orders a complete blood count for appendicitis, why do you care? Why do you care? And this is how you pass with content, okay? This is how you pass with content. What are you looking for in regards to appendicitis? I want you guys to be amazing nurses clinically. I don't care about you just being able to pass the NCLEX. That's good and all, but can you save a life? 
Can you speak intelligently? Can you avoid being bullied because you actually know your stuff? Seems like you guys do. I love these comments. Good job, everybody. The blood test is, is important, not because we're worried about anemia, okay, but because we're worried about and white blood cell count. Good job. Good job. All right. Your analysis, your analysis is going to be important because the urinalysis, what role does the urinalysis play in the diagnosis of appendicitis? Why do we care about urinalysis? I love it. I love it. Rosie says, I don't know. I don't know. You got me there. You stumped me. What, what is a urinalysis? What's the function of it? All these diagnostic tests are to help you to make a better, what? They're called diagnostic tests because they help you make a diagnosis. All right. So um, it's, it's pretty simple. You don't have to get too deep with it. You do. You want to see if maybe the acute abdominal pain is coming from a urinary tract infection. Maybe there's renal stones that could be causing this acute abdominal pain. So the urinalysis is, a, is what they call a rule out exam. It rules out other things that may be happening so you can get closer and closer to the actual cause. Good job. Imaging studies and abdominal ultrasound can also show us an irregular or an inflamed appendicitis or any other anatomical issues that the patient might have. So really I wanted you guys to be able to understand how the CBC works in this condition and also how your analysis would be important too. Okay, good job. I'm happy today. Okay, so appendicitis, let's talk about the treatment and I'll read it in case you, you know, you're on your phone. Appendicitis is considered an emergency. So surgery and medication are part of the standard course of treatment, surgery and medication. So that means you could have um, a patient, and this is very important, whenever you see surgery and medication for an emergency condition, this is why you have a MICU, a MICU, a medical intensive care unit. Usually that patient is being treated with medicines. And then you have an SICU, which is surgical intensive care unit. That patient is being dealt with with surgery. So if you guys are ICU nurses, would you like to be in an MICU or an SICU? Which one? MICU, SICU. All right. So we're going to expect to have surgery and medication as part of the standard course of this treatment. Occasionally, medication alone may be enough if you catch it early. Maybe you could give a medication, right? Um, so medications, antibiotics will be required for almost everyone who has appendicitis. Even if the client doesn't have an infection, appendicitis usually results in one. Okay. Laparoscopic surgery, a type of surgery in which the surgeon makes a very small incision into the abdomen and inserts a laparoscope. Okay. And then, um, Open surgery, in some cases, laparoscopic surgery is not advised, so an open surgery is performed. And then this, this physician just makes a single and large incision in the abdomen, lower right region. Okay, so we have SICU and MICU nurses here today. Good. Okay, 
So complications, we do as we're doing content, we do want to look at possible complications for our patients. And one is if appendicitis is left untreated, the appendix can rupture and result in a potentially fatal infection. And peritonitis is when you have the appendix rupturing and bacteria will spread to the lining of your abdomen. And so this causes peritonitis. The appendectomy surgery is generally safe. However, complications are still possible. So following a laparoscopic surgery or an open um, laparotomy, complications can occur. What are those complications? Well, whenever you have surgery, you can definitely have surgical site infection. You can also get an abscess within the abdomen. I'm talking nursing knowledge here. Like I'm talking, you know, I'm talking nursing talk here. So I, I expect you to know what an abscess is. A fistula, patient gets abdominal surgery, especially surrounding the intestines. You can get a fistula, which is an abnormal passage between the intestines or stomach and the skin. Small bowel blockage. Ileus, a condition in which the bowel does not function properly. Abdominal adhesions, which are bands of tissue that resemble scars that develop within the abdomen. Okay, now I'll just say this is a personal preference in nursing. Whenever myself or my family members are getting surgery, who do you think I asked to do the surgery? Okay, this is this is Remar real talk. Okay, because people will be coming to you guys for advice when you become nurses. So if my mother was having an appendectomy done, do you think I would ask for the intern to do it? Or would I ask for the attending to do it? Or would I ask for the intern to do it? Or would I ask for the resident to do it? Who would I ask? Okay. Very important. Very important who you have performing these surgeries on your body. Now, I am a huge, I am a huge proponent of people learning and people learning in medicine. Okay. I just want to make sure that we're clear that my mom or myself or my husband or my children are not the teaching tool of today. So I'm just gonna let y'all sit with that, all right? We're gonna ask for, and even in, even um, I'll tell you this, even when I had to have my epidural, cause I'm a mom of three, okay? Even when I had to have my epidurals, the first time I got an epidural, hmm, I said, you know what? Let that, let's let, let's give somebody some practice. All right. And that went horrifically. Okay. Um, and so from then on, I knew when it's time for epidural, I want the attending to do it. And I don't care where the attending is. If you request an attending to do it, they will come and do it. Okay. Very, very important. All right. Yep. That's it. That's all. Okay. <laughs> All right. So these are the complications that can arise. I'm not I'm not saying that like the resident can't make mistakes. I'm just saying that probably the senior person is a lot less likely to make mistakes than a new person that they are counseling during the process. All right. So that's just my little real life tip 
on nursing. All right, um, nursing considerations for our patients are this. The, when a patient is having the appendicitis, of course, we never want to apply heat to the abdomen or a client with appendicitis, okay? So this may cause a rupture of the appendix, which we definitely don't want, all right? And then after an appendectomy, you should instruct the client to refrain from vigorous activities initially because young men are typically going to be getting this and they are really, really, you know, they're trying to get back to work. They, they want to continue their lifestyle, but actually they need to limit their activity for three to five days if the appendectomy was performed, especially um, laparoscopically. All right. Cause you may not feel as much post-surgical pain, but you still, you still, um, definitely have the, the, um, you know, the, the surgery that was performed on you. Uh, avoid strenuous activities for 10 to 14 days. If an open laparendectomy, ap appendectomy is done, like that just makes sense. If you have a huge abdominal incision, you need to take a longer time to rest. Small walks regularly should be encouraged. The patient can splint. So support the client's abdomen when coughing, apply pressure with a pillow to the abdomen. Administer medications as prescribed. And then as, as nurses, as teachers, we do need to explain every single medication every single time. All right, especially if you're doing discharge instructions. Constipation may be expected, may develop for a short time following the procedure. That is because of the what that was given during the surgery. Put it in the comments if you know. Offer high fiber foods and recommend an increasingly fluid intake, increasing fluid intake if it's not contraindicated. And so this is uh, due to the anesthesia, right? That the patient got during surgery, the pain medicine that they're on, that is gonna cause number five, which is the constipation, all right? The narcotics, absolutely. Um, let me ask you this. It says here, you would increase the fluid intake of the patient what um what would be a contraindication of increasing fluid? It says if the if the, if fluid intake is not contraindicated. So what is that going to be? What are some contraindications of increasing fluid after an appendectomy has taken place? What do you guys say? This is this is and this is getting you in preparation because I do have some questions that are coming up about this subject. We have about 215 people watching. So our share goal will be 100 on the YouTube, 100 likes on the YouTube. All right. So here we go. As far as this, let's see, fluid retention. Yes, edema, fluid overload, congestive heart failure, kidney in, kidney, kidney issues, things like that. All right. Strain on surgical sutures if they're too, if, if there's too much fluid. Okay. But yeah, so people who are going to have problems releasing the fluid, people that are going to have problems releasing the fluid, that is going to be a, a, a contraindication of increased fluids after the surgery. Heart failure problems. Good job. Renal failure problems. Good job. Okay. Number six is avoid infection, which is keep clean surroundings, provide wound care to the post-operative client and inspect the incision for symptoms of regular infection. So you guys should all know the signs when a surgical site is getting infected. Is there pus? 
Are the edges not well approximated? Is it swollen? Is it red? Is it hard? We need to be looking for doing a skin assessment, essentially. Monitoring the client's temperature and heart rate for an indication of an infection. So if the patient starts to have an infection, the patient starts to have an infection, their temperature is going to go up. Let me ask you guys this. This is very important. Okay. If I say a patient is having a fever, is that the same thing as a patient having hyperthermia? What do you guys say? If I charted the patient had a fever and then in the next sentence I put the patient is having hyperthermia, is that the same thing? Ooh, I see some yeses. I see some noes. I'm glad y'all showed up today. <laughs> this is why you come to class on a journey, on a journey to be excellent, excellent nurses. Correct answer is no. Correct answer is no. Not the same thing. Fever, hypothermia, not the same thing. Ooh, good job. Yes, yes, yes. The comments are amazing today. So um, fever is something that, who does the body does to itself, right? Fever is an internal, we got to heat up because we have an infection. So the body is heating itself up in a fever environment. Okay. So you're looking for some sort of infection, right? And um, hypothermia is an outside cause that's heating the body up. Okay. So like somebody put in the comments, your patient's having a heat stroke heat exhaustion, right? That is causing the body to have an abnormal, abnormal um, temperature. That's not an immune response. Okay. Very good. Very good. Very good. So those are not the same things. The treatment is not the same. Okay. So if a patient has a fever, what are we going to do to get that fever down? We're going to be treating infection, right? We're going to be treating infections. So we're going to be giving antibiotics. We're going to be giving fluid. We're probably going to be giving Tylenol, right? Or acetaminophen. We're going to be giving that. But if a patient comes in and they have hyperthermia, is the treatment course going to be acetaminophen, right? Are we going to be giving antibiotics for heat stroke? No. Okay. So be very, very, very careful because sometimes, you know, we become too casual with our nursing care and that creates... Um, Wrong answers on NCLEX, first of all. But if you make it past NCLEX, then you can um, harm a patient or certainly look silly if you don't know the correct answers in practice. All right. You got it. You, you have to come equipped to do the job. All right. So good. We are here. We are on the same page and we're learning. We're learning on today. We're learning on today. So here we go. We are about to. Oh, before we go, we're about to get into our questions. Okay. Questions about appendicitis. Are you guys ready? Are you guys ready? We have questions and let me see. Right now on YouTube, looks like we have 27 likes on the video. So we're going to get to 100 to unlock the bonus question today. And these questions are really good uh, today about appendicitis. I'm going to challenge you guys just a, just a little bit today. So here we go. Somebody asked, so what is the main treatment of hyperthermia? And they're asking this on Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, answer the question 
if you choose to. I would say, though, if you really, really want to know, you should look it up so you remember it longer. Okay. All right, here we go. First question is this. Let's go. Appendicitis. A 16-year-old male client was rushed to the ER with reports of severe lower right abdominal pain, nausea, and vomiting. The assessment suggests appendicitis and the primary care physician requests a blood test and ultrasound to confirm the diagnosis. The client's mother asked the nurse, what is the cause of appendicitis? Should be a question mark there, sorry. Select three that apply. Number one, fecal impaction. Two, eating spicy foods. Three, walking after eating. Four, tumor. Five, high in fiber diet. Or six, infection. Ooh, here we go. I'm looking for three causes of appendicitis. This is like a, a next-gen question asking you to give me three. And already we just, we less than 30 away from our share goal. We got 76 likes. We just need to get to 100. Thank you everybody so much for smashing that like button on YouTube. Correct answer, I'm moving today. Correct answer is one four, and six. Appendicitis is most likely caused by an infection in the appendix lining. Appendicitis develops when stool or foreign bodies or tumors obstruct the appendix. Let's go. Next question is this. The nurse assists the primary care provider in assessing a client with severe abdominal pain, a temperature of 101 Fahrenheit and vomiting. During the abdominal examination, the physician applies pressure to the right lower quadrant and the client reported worsening pain after the pressure release. What assessment finding did the client display? Is this Murphy sign, Boa sign, Roofzin sign, Bloomberg sign? We rolling, rolling, rolling on today. Get this good content. Usually I tell you guys to just get quick facts, but the entire V2 is on sale this month for $89. And that includes quick facts, plus your content, plus your computer adaptive exam, plus your next gen question bank, all in one place. And again, I am the instructor of the course. Thank you guys so much for studying with me. It's a pleasure always. Correct answer. This is Bloomberg sign or rebound tenderness occurs when pressure is applied to the affected area and the pain worsens when released. Okay. Next question is this. A 20-year-old female client arrives at the emergency room reporting sudden abdominal pain that begins at the belly and radiates downward to the right abdomen. The following are appropriate nursing interventions, except number one, give pain meds as prescribed. Two, apply a heating pad to the abdomen. Three, support the abdomen when coughing. Four, obtain blood samples for testing. Ah, so give pain meds as prescribed, apply a heating pad to the abdomen, support the abdomen when coughing or obtain blood samples for testing. And we're talking about things that you should not do. I'm looking for the exception to the rule here. Okay. And that exception to the rule 
is going to be, did you catch this one? You should do everything except number two. He should not be applied to the abdomen because it can lead to appendicitis. And uh, I'm sorry, it can lead to rupturing of the appendicitis. Yeah, rupturing of the appendicitis. Okay. Um, so I think, okay, so somebody said, I don't, I don't explain, I don't understand question number two. Is this question number two here? Ah, okay. So yeah, you got to know the different signs. Rosing sign, a lot of people pick rosing sign. Um, but what's happening here is it says rosing signs is not correct. So it says during the abdominal examination, the physician applied pressure to the right lower quadrant and the client reported worsening pain after the pressure releases, okay? And so that is going to be Bloomberg's sign. Now, if you read Rosing's sign in this book right here, what you have is, let me get here. Okay, so what you have here, if you read it in your Quick Facts book, Rosing's sign is, this is characterized by right lower abdominal pain upon um, pain, but upon palpation, you feel it on the left side. So these signs are similar, but they are not the same. Okay, so very little, very uh, little distinction in between those two. All right, I hope that makes sense. Let's pick up where we left off now from. Okay, let me go. We did this one. We did that one. And so now we are here. Here we go. The nurse cares for a client who underwent post-laparoscopic appendectomy 20 hours ago. 20 hours ago. Which of the following findings require immediate nursing interventions? Number one, difficult to pass stool. Two, moderate shoulder pain. Three, bruising at the surgical site. And then four, temperature of 102.5. And these are all really good. I'm going to spend some time on this question, actually, now that I'm looking at it. What's the correct answer here? Most of you guys are getting it right. Number, let's talk about it, though, because these are, these are, this is teaching that I'm seeing here. So the correct answer is number four. Okay, monitor the client's temperature and heart rate for signs of infection. Now look at the time. So this is 20 hours ago. Typically it does take infection about, usually about 48 hours, honestly, for an infection to actually create a response in the patient. So like, I guess, you know, 30 hours to 48 hours, you would look for an infection. But there's something here that is really common that your patient actually might ask you about. They might ask you why after, um, why after lapar, lapar, I can't say it anymore, laparoscopic surgery, do they have shoulder pain? What is that? What is that shoulder pain that happens af after this type of surgery? Has anybody ever experienced it before? Why does it happen? Very common, especially with laparoscopic surgery. <laughs> Hi, Natasha. Glad to, I'm glad to see you again. What, what happens with that? What's the, what's the shoulder pain about after a patient gets surgery? Nice, nice. Yes, you guys know it. You know it. Yes, it's actually trapped air. It's usually trapped air. Yeah. Um, and so 
sometimes what happens is with laparoscopic surgery, sometimes they will um, fill the stomach up with air so that it could be seen, right? Um, and so that 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 air that's given to the patient gets trapped. It gets trapped and it like moves up. It moves up and you have to hold it somewhere. And so for some reason, it causes like referred shoulder pain. So it's something that patients may ask you about. Be prepared to talk about it. Be prepared to talk about it. All right. We are getting through NCLEX with the content. And I can already tell you guys now, we absolutely crushed our, um, we absolutely, we crushed our, um, our, our share goal. So congratulations, because we did unlock the question. Let me see here how many likes we got. We were trying to get to 100 likes. And we got to 124. So we did it. We did it. We did it. This question here is this. Here we go. Next question. Ah, the nurse develops home care instructions to a post-appendectomy client for set for discharge tomorrow. Which of the following must be included in the instructions? Select three that apply. So this is tough here. This is tricky. <laughs> Number one, increase fiber intake. Two, encourage deep breathing. Three, increase abdominal pain as normal. Four, limit fluid intake. Or five, advise small frequent walks. So what three are you sending your patient home with? Very good. What three are you sending your patient home with? Love it. Love it. Love the comments on the screen. I see a lot of one, twos and fives, but I also see some just four, just four. I don't have I don't have to pick three. I'm just picking one. <laughs> you definitely have to pick three. If it says three, go ahead and pick three. Lots of one, twos and fives. Nobody else is saying anything different, really. So let's see. Are you guys right? Correct answer on the screen is one, two and five. Amazing. Constipation may develop for a short time following the procedure. Offer high fiber foods and recommend increasing fluid intake unless contraindicated. To avoid pulmonary complications, advise the client to cough, do deep breathing and turn frequently. Start with short walks and gradually increase the length of walks. Walking increases blood flow and help and can help prevent pneumonia and constipation. So the walking is going to help in a lot of different ways. And it's going to remove, you know, if there's any trapped gas that the patient might have or anything else like that. So that serves up appendicitis. I want to remind you guys that this is the final week. This is the final week for the V2 promotional sale, which we have been doing $89 for the V2, and that includes your quick facts, your workbook, two computer adaptive exams. That's ending this week on Friday, I believe. Is that right? So Gideon, and this is very important because I know some of you guys are not taking NCLEX or not graduating until August. Remember, if you purchase V2, you can delay your start date for three months. So if you get it today, you hold it at the sale price, you hold those three months, and then you can start it whenever. Yes, it can also be renewed. If you have stopped your V2 and you want to get back into it, you can also activate your renewal at that time too. All right. So I want to take questions that you have about V2 
coming up, anything that you might have or that you're wondering about V2, let's talk about it because this again is the final week for it. My Monday motivation is this. You're better than the test. Okay. You're very much so better than the test. And this is an this is a principle that you have to take in there because there's a lot of nursing students who don't pass NCLEX and they feel like they're not meant to be a nurse, okay? There's also a lot of nursing students that do pass NCLEX and then when they get into practice, they struggle with the actual care, okay? They struggle with the actual care, all right? Um, so you are actually better than the test. You're better, better than the test. I'm going to go into it, but I want to answer these questions as I go along. Keisha says, I just renewed my V2 for one more month. One more month to get it done. I want to see you guys with your license. Really, August, I want to see you with your license. How can I buy for somebody and still continue with mines? Wow, you're an amazing friend. Uh, if you are buying for somebody else, I would just ask them for their email address and a preferred password so you can set up the account for them or you can just put in a generic password and then they can change it later. But that's a really awesome uh, gift to give somebody. I don't know if it's a birthday gift or a graduation gift, but yeah, V2 will actually help them significantly prepare for the exam. So um, what a good friend. What a good friend you are. Um, my V2 ends this July. I want an additional month. What do I do? You don't have to do anything. Actually, you are able to, um, the V2 will automatically renew itself. As long as you haven't stopped your subscription, V2 will automatically renew itself after, you know, your included months. It will automatically renew itself and the charge will be 50 per month, 50 per month. So it's like um, maybe $13 a week or something like that. Okay. Um, yes, my prof, please. Can I purchase it now and keep it till I get my ATT? Yes. I don't know how, um, when that's going to be, but you can purchase V2 now and then you can delay your start date for up to 90 days. So I think we are into September. Actually, if you purchase it today, you don't have to, um, start it until September. So does that give you enough time? Okay. And even, like I said, even still just getting it at the $89 price we it's it it's so much better than if you're waiting until next week i was talking to a girl today and she said um i'm not going to get v2 until august when i'm ready to start studying and i told her definitely get it but i think she's going to wait so it just depends on what your budget is maybe it's not a big deal all right what are the topics for today's game night topics for today's game night i got stuff from quick facts i'm doing clinical judgment i'm doing safety substance abuse, prioritization, delegation. It's in the workbook if you have it. So like I kind of try to, it's a combination of everything really. Um, so whoever wins tonight, it'll, it, it'll just be because you've been studying. You've been studying really well. Okay. Um, that's the topics for today's game night. So tonight is game night, but it's RNU game night. So I it's, it's stuff over this entire workbook that we've done for tonight. Okay. Um, I am only six months in school, but I'm interested. Definitely, Monique. I would say, honestly, if you're in nursing school, you definitely should have this book. And if you want to get a jump start, 
if you want to get a jump start on like the curriculum that helps you pass your exit exams or puts it together for you, my NCLEX review course is going to do that. Okay. Um, Judith says, I purchased already and start to study on August. Okay. So you did it. You purchased it and then you delayed it. All right. And okay. If you didn't get your quick facts or you're looking for your quick facts, please just send me an email. Um, I had a person last night on TikTok say I didn't get my quick facts. And the reason why is because they didn't put their apartment number. So you guys have to be very, very, make sure the address is right. But I don't mind. The RN and PN of different study. Yeah, so you're going to see the the in the question bank and in your computer adaptive exam, that is where you're going to see the registered nurse practical nurse distinction, right? So what you study in content, I usually prepare my LPNs like RNs because there is there's really not a lot that LPNs don't, don't have to know. Like they pretty much have to know everything that an RN knows so that they don't um, do something out of their scope of practice, okay? I don't know how to delay it. Oh, so it's on the checkout page. I don't know if um, Team Remar, if you, maybe if you come tonight out, if you come tonight for the game night, after the game night, I usually go through the check-in process of how to delay it. But essentially when you're checking out on your quick facts and your B2 page, it will say at the bottom in blue, click here to delay your start date. Okay. So you want to make sure that you delay it when you are purchasing it. If you want to get it, go to remarnurse.com. That's where you're going to, that's where you're going to get the V2. Okay. Remarnurse.com. And let me see if I can add this to my stream. Maybe I can add exactly what it is. All right. So People ask, what is V2? I see some question marks, like what is V2? So right now for the sale, what you're getting is the content lectures, right? Oh, that's the, my mistakes to avoid. So what you're getting is the all-in-one system. All right, um, content lectures, next-gen question bank, quick facts for NCLEX and the computer adaptive test. That's all in one. That is what V2 is. So most of you guys already have this book. If you already have this book, you have half of the program already. Okay. Um, and so you just need to add the content lectures. So the content lectures are going to be the things in this book. Where's my V2? Where's my V2? It's around here somewhere. I don't have it with me. Oh, this is the downloadable one. <laughs> so the things in this book right here are not the same things in here. Okay. Um, if you, I don't know if you can delay your purchase. Like after you, you're saying you want to pause it. I don't think you can pause your subscription afterwards, but send support at Remar Review an email and see if they can help you because I'm not sure. Okay. Because you, it's, it's tough to delay it after you start it. Will I do private tutoring? So what happens is this, when I, when I do, when schools bring me in to even do a class, I always send the classroom home with my online program. Because at the end of the day, even if I spent two days with you or three days, there's still two or three or four weeks of preparation that you have to do. And so it's so much better if you have a study calendar, you have my videos, you have my test questions, and it's so much more um, economical for you. $89 for an entire NCLEX review. 
this is the best way to get your license, okay? The best way. You're going to have your workbook, you're going to have your lectures and your quick facts. So this is um, this is the priority. Um, hey, you know what? Send me a message, okay? <laughs> Send me a message. I have ordered my V2 since the 17th, haven't gotten it. Let me know, Gloria. Send me an email, please, because I want to make sure that you get that book. We have them in stock and a lot of people have already gotten there. So maybe it's an address thing. Maybe it's anything like that. Just let me know. Alex, send me a message. I might have something for you. Okay. I have the quick facts. How much is the V2? So the sale price for the V2 right now is $89. But if you already have either this quick facts, if you have the old quick facts, or if you have the new quick facts, that price goes down to $69. Okay. That price goes down to $69. That is going to be a great, 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 great way for you to, that's going to be a great way for you to get jump started. Okay. Please, I got the quick facts, but there is not a question bank. How can I get the question bank? Okay, so if you have this quick facts book, can we put it on the back here? Let me see. Mm. You can, actually, you can scan this code right here on the back and it'll take you to the question bank. And it's my trial version, okay? It'll take you to the question bank right here. And it's an online question bank. And I thought that would actually be better because the... The NCLEX is online and you're going to be getting case studies and you're going to be getting the next gen format. And I would so much rather you to be studying online than in a paper format of this. It makes a big difference. It makes a big difference. So um, what if you're coming in late to calendar reviews? I'm not sure what you mean. Thanks, Regina. Oh, thanks, Regina. My board approved your NCLEX review. Timothy, that's great. So what, what board of nursing did you, are you, um, is V2 approved in? Let me know. Cause I want to, I want to keep a list of, you know, sometimes if you, um, if you, if you're not failing or if you fail NCLEX and you want to test again, the board will say, well, you can't test again until you take a remedial course. And sometimes the board has all these different requirements. So if V2, if you guys can take V2 for $89 and retest again, that's amazing because I know there are some remedial courses that are like $1,300, $1,400 and they know students have to take them. So their prices are very high. So if you could do it for $89, do it. Oh my goodness. Oh man. The topics for game night, the topics for game night are going to be everything we covered in R&U. Okay. Keisha, the questions are so helpful. I've been practicing. I love the rationales. Amazing. And they're really going to help you. Honestly, everybody that's taking NextGen NCLEX says that the QBank in the V2 is just like the NCLEX. Okay. Just like the NCLEX. So I am, I'm, I'm just so happy that you guys are in there. You're doing what you need to do, but listen, I'm telling you, I love the questions, but the most important part of V2 is the rationales. All right. And I want you guys to know the rationales are important, but they are coming from the content, the content, the content, the content. And so the videos in V2 are going to be very helpful. Please watch those videos. Please use your study calendar. Please watch those videos, especially congestive heart failure, three types of diabetes, the prioritization, management of care, disaster management, infection control, chest tubes, content, content, content is key, guys. 
And yes, you will be able to do the next gen question types in the um, in the V2. They'll be there for you. You also have the computer adaptive exam. Those of you who have an opportunity to do the computer adaptive exam, use it as a format. When you get your pass, not fail, these, you know, these above passing below ca passing categories, they're going to be there to guide you guys. Take advantage of the computer adaptive testing. Okay. Take advantage of the computer adaptive testing. All right. So let me just, you're doing program, but just saw this, please. When do you normally start the program you're doing? I was waiting for the, for the, night program, but I just saw this now. <laughs> so this is what I usually do every Monday at noon, I'll, noon Eastern time. I go over content with my nursing students. Who is, who's ever in the community studying with me, they know they can find me here on Mondays. I'm actually thinking about changing it to Monday nights because I've been doing really well with the nighttime class during R&U. But for this week only right now, I'll be back Monday night at eight o'clock. And that's when we're going to play the game tonight. Okay. So I'm usually live Mondays and Wednesdays. Set your alarm. Okay. Follow me. Never lose me. Never lose me. Even after you take your NCLEX, still stay here. Planning to take the test. What do I need to get? So what I want you guys to do is right now, I want you to, you can even jump off here. I don't care, but it's very important that you go to remarnurse.com and you purchase the V2. Okay. Remarnurse.com and get V2, whether it's RN or PN, okay? RN or PN, that is very important because this sale is coming to an end this week. It will not be $89. It will not be $89 for all that you're getting, all right? But if you need extra help, um, just send an email. Can you put, post my email address on the thing so people can message me? <sighs> Monique, oh, support at remarreview.com. Okay. Where can I join game night tonight? Game night tonight is happening and you can watch it right here on YouTube. You can watch it right here on YouTube guys, but you will need two devices because you're going to have one device that you're watching the game night on, which is like your laptop or your TV or whatever. However, you can watch YouTube and find Remar, find my channel. Ba, ba, ba. And then you're going to have your phone. Okay. So your phone is going to be your other device and you're going to go to kahoot.it. I'm going to put all the instructions up um, on the screen. All right. You go to kahoot.it on your phone. You're watching me on your laptop and you're answering questions on your phone. Okay. And then we're going to do cash prizes tonight. Third place winner will be $100. Second place will be $200. And then first place will be $300. Okay. How true is it that people are saying the exam is going to be changed after July again? I've seen this rumor. Um, I'll just say it's a total myth. The exam is not changing to my knowledge for another three years. They literally just changed the exam in April. So that is that is that is that. Okay. What are the questions after given, after completing the video? Are those from the question bank? No, those are not from the question bank. So during my program, when you get a question, um, during my program, you'll watch a video and then you'll get questions. The questions are gonna be similar to the topic that we just discussed. Now, one of the things in my program is that I'm not gonna give you gimme questions. So it's um, like, if I tell you the sky is blue, when you take those questions, I'm not gonna ask you what color is the sky because I already told you the sky was blue. But what I'm doing is I'm trying to get you to evaluate, okay, in nursing school, 
is this something that I was exposed to? Like Regina gave me the NCLEX prep of it, right? Um, okay, so I'm asking you questions regarding the things that I taught you, but I might throw in another question in there to see if you know the answer to it or not, because the NCLEX review is supposed to be a review. It's not supposed to be a nursing school. So as you are going through it, be open to identifying weak areas, be open to identifying, okay, I didn't know that one, or oh, let me think about that one. Cause that's what's gonna happen when you take NCLEX. Like there's gonna be some stuff that you blatantly know, like it's very easy, it's very straight to the point, but there's also gonna be some critical thinking, some zingers, some things that you weren't expecting that you're still gonna be required to answer. So that is that is the point of the questions after like I am I'm challenging you. I'm challenging you. And trust me, if you're just starting, you're like, oh, I just want to get through the content. This process works. This course works. OK, thank you, Natasha. I can't. I mean, you're, you're trying to encourage them because you've been there and you passed. I hope they take your word for it. All right. Um. Illinois Board of Nursing recommended your NCLEX review course. Amazing. Uh, thank you so much, Illinois. Thank you so much. That just lets me know that people are having success with the review course in the state of Illinois. So I'm glad you can take it. All right. Um, hi, Regina. Can Brother Mark please pray for us on today? Brother Mark, can he please pray for us on today? Um, I'm not sure, actually. Mark, uh, he is he is his own entity. <laughs> he works with Remar. He works for Remar. Um, but if he's available, um, then I will try to snag him. Maybe I'll send him a text message now. If not, if not today, if you show up tonight, we could probably get him for tonight. Okay. Um, success journey. Are you tonight? Yes, are you tonight? Let me do my Monday motivation while you guys are gathering um, questions. No, you guys are the Okay. Um, you have questions now. I have old quick facts book, but just want to know, is there any difference between the old and new quick facts? Yeah, there's, there's definitely differences between the old and new quick facts. I have them both. I think they both are great. Um, ba, ba, ba. so this is the, this is the new one. This is the old one right here. Um, I think the major difference is this is what I do. You guys know if, if you're watching this, I always turn to this page, which is the P page. And so I have essentially the same topics in there. There's only there. There are a few topics that I added, like COVID-19, things that were really, um, really changing to nursing during the interim. But mostly they're same. I also took out the clinical skills section. So I don't have you guys studying that for the next gen NCLEX. I didn't think that it was as prominent because they are not asking you for steps anymore like they used to. They're just wanting to know if you understand them. So this is the page I always show. This is the, the five star, the old one. Um, plasmapheresis, pleural effusion, polycythemia vera. Great topics. You need to know these three. This is it in the new book. Same three topics, polycythemia vera, plasmapheresis, pleural effusion. But you guys can see that I've developed more of the answers. And then I also put the clinical priorities. Okay. Yeah. New one has cultural competence, COVID, great clinical priorities. Thank you so much, Gloria. <laughs> you said it more than me. All right. Please tell me the total cost of the NGN RN course. Total cost of the NGN RN course is $89. I dropped my book. It's $89 for everything. OK. 
Okay. $89. And that includes the quick facts. The quick facts by itself is, it's all, you know, the quick facts by itself is just, it's half of the program. So I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging you guys to get the total program. Okay. All right. So let me know, says, can the question bank only be accessed from the barcode on the back because my V2 account, you have the trial version of your V2 account because if you're in the, I can't know your name, Janelle, if you're in the trial version of V2, if you don't have the full V2 and you're in the trial, you should still have a question bank with just trial questions in there. Yes, Alice, this is the last week for the $89 for three months access. So please, please, please take advantage of it, okay? If you were thinking about it, like you were thinking you were gonna get it in July and August, I'm telling you, that's not the move. The move is to get it the last week of June. Ever since I started this course, I've passed all my CAT exams and readiness exams with really high scores. And that literally is just because content, you're, you're actually getting the missing components. And I'm gonna tell you guys, I love quick facts, but it's not the quick facts. It's literally the lectures that make a difference. Because what happens is a lot of people, they purchase other NCLEX reviews, right, that have content in them, but they never do the content because it's not engaging, it's boring, it's too long. And so what they do is they focus on just the question banks in those review courses. And essentially, question banks only tell you where you are. They don't teach you what you don't know. And so you can do a million different question banks but you still will have things that you haven't realized that you don't know. So the content is where you need to be starting. All right. Uh, what chapters for Wednesday? I think Wednesday I'm doing the entire Wednesday game night, winning Wednesday. I'll be doing the entire quick facts book. So anything from the beginning to the end is game. Okay. For Wednesday. Uh, if you have the old V2, the new V2, it, I'm sorry, if you have the old VT, V2 is not the same. So you would literally need to come out of that VT platform and switch over to V2. And honestly, this is the best time to do it because if you already have quick facts, which I'm assuming you do, if you have VT, you probably have quick facts, then you can get into V2, the new program for $69. Okay. Do I have a CD for the question banks? I don't. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. Okay. Where's my calendar? So you have a hard time following the V2 study calendar. Let's talk about it. Okay. And the quick facts calendar at the same time. Can you give me a suggestion? Yes. I would actually not do the the quick facts. I'm looking for my calendar. Somebody's been in my room. Don't do the quick facts calendar if you have the V2 calendar. Just focus on the V2 calendar, okay? Because the V2 calendar is going to incorporate quick facts. So the V2 calendar will actually tell you when to start studying quick facts. And in the beginning, if you look at it, if you look at your V2 calendar, you don't see quick facts incorporated until study session number seven. So just that beginning part of your V2 experience, you're literally just watching the lectures and taking the questions and the practice exams inside of the V2. That's all you're doing. Okay. So try that. Try that. 
All right. Elta, I don't know. What is your question? I didn't see it. What's your question? I must have missed it. Okay. So see if that see if that helps you. Because the, the calendar in the in the question, if you just have the quick facts by itself, it's not the same calendar as the V2 calendar. Okay. But again, if you follow in that calendar in the V2, you can get through the program in two weeks. You can get through the program in three weeks if you're following the study calendar. What else? Okay. Elsa B, I'm knowing trial versions. Send me an email then so I can see what you mean. Tonight, um, I know, I know. But literally, with even with my live reviews, um, it's, they're, they're usually a two-day review. I'm in there, I'm two days, and then I'm out. And so, like I said before, I'm doing, I'm literally doing Remar Nurse University. I've been doing live reviews for the last, for, for the last month, every Monday, every Wednesday, and I'm doing them for free. I'm doing them for free to you guys. So I'm trying to think what is going to be the most impactful to my community. We have we have thousands, over a hundred thousand students that I'm, you know, I'm communicating with. And I'm just trying to make sure that everybody gets what they need. Uh wanna play tonight. Wanna play tonight. Okay, so you can show up here on YouTube. If you want, if you want to set your alarm for 8 p.m., we're going to be doing game night. Okay, right here, you can watch it on YouTube. I think you can watch it on Facebook too. I'm pretty sure you can watch it on YouTube or Facebook, but set your alarm, 8 p.m. We're gonna start. I usually start about like 8.05, give you guys grace period. So that's it. Charlize says, uh, what should I do now since my test is soon? Any suggestions? Okay, I, Char, um, are you finished with V2? Okay, are you finished with V2? If you're finished with V2 is... Um, if you finish with V2, then you need to be in your question bank. You need to be doing your computer adaptive exam. If you have V2, you absolutely should be doing your computer adaptive exams. Even you get two. Even if you only do one, it will be it will be a great resource for you to complete. Okay. The goal is to get the half passed the computer adaptive test. Half passed. But if you do the first one and you don't pass it, do it again. Okay. Okay. Okay, um, so on the study calendar, is on the read side, it says number two or number three and so on, and I can't find where those notes are. So when I say read your study notes from number two, I'm, re I'm saying read all of the notes that you took from the previous section. Go over those notes, okay? Go over the notes from the day before. That's part of your review. Like every day you should be looking, oh, what did I write from the, the day before that I didn't know or I need to look at again? Okay, that's what I mean when I say that. I'm not graduated yet and am I supposed to buy V2 before? You can. I now say this, you can buy V2 before you actually graduate because more than likely you'll have a finals or exit exam. And usually that exit exam is gonna be based on NCLEX topics or NCLEX safety subjects. So... NCLEX topics, NCLEX safety subjects. My NCLEX review will prepare you for that. Plus, it will help you see the big picture of nursing. My question is, if I renew, it, it won't be for three months. If you renew your account, you already have an account and you renew it, you're renewing it for one month, okay? I did and I passed. Okay, wait, where were you at? I thought you were asking me how to study. Charlize, you passed your exam? 
Well, I don't get it. And I'm doing questions now. Oh, you did your, oh, you, so you did your CAT exam and you passed it. Okay. 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 I'm confused. All right. So, all right. If you did your CAT exam and you passed, then you cruising, you could take NCLEX tomorrow and probably pass it. So right now you're just doing questions just to keep in a mentality of answering NCLEX questions. But literally, if you did that, if you did that CAT exam and you passed, you, you, you're pretty good. You really are. Okay. Um, let me say, that's what I need to do is complete it in two weeks because I'm testing. How do you suggest I follow the schedule? My goodness. Okay. So if you want to complete it in two weeks, you're going to have to do, there's 20 study sessions. Okay. There's 20 study sessions to complete my program. So if you want to complete it in two weeks, which is tough, I would say you need to do two a day. Like, you would have to do maybe study session number one during the day and maybe study session number two in the evening. Just give yourself some time in between because my videos are not going to take long for you to go through. My content videos are short. So you just would have to be passing your exam. OK, you're just going to have to be passing your exam. Miss Cindy. Uh, so you can do it. That's how I suggest you follow it. Do two study sessions a day. And if you have your quick facts book, try to study this as much as possible as well okay as well um it's okay how long for international deliveries it depends on where it's going i mean literally we ship all over can somebody from team remar maybe you could put your country and we can try to put uh how long it might take to get there okay nurse nelly thank you regina i am enjoying the lectures using my study calendar looking forward to completing the lectures and then start using the question bank perfect i appreciate you going in order and using your study calendar it's going to make such a big difference in your experience it won't be easy but it is doable put in the work now because when you're in front of the exam and you get afraid and you start to panic what is going to happen is whatever you have been doing will show up when you get scared and you start panicking and get anxious, your routine is what's going to show up. So if your routine is, okay, I'm used to passing. I'm used to studying, doing questions. I've been challenged before. I've been watching videos. That's what's going to show up. But if you are not, you're not being consistent, you're just doing questions. When you get in front of something and you get scared, you're going to be trying to find a hundred different rationales that you read and you're not going to come up with the right answer. That's what's going to happen. All right. So your sacrifice is what shows up when you're scared. So keep on grinding. Keep on grinding, Nurse Nelly. Okay. Jamaica. I, I'm not sure. Like five days to get to Jamaica. But usually what happens is you have, um, you, we'll give you tracking. Okay. We'll give you tracking when the book comes out. Jamaica and Dubai. Okay. All right. Okay, guys. So that is what is... That is what is the game plan, okay? The game plan is tonight, 8 p.m. is our game night. I'll also show you how to do an order. I'll actually walk through an order tonight after game night. So those of you who are like, I want to, if you want to get the V2, but you also want to delay your start date and you're not sure how to do it or where to do it, then we can, um, we can show you how to do that tonight, okay? Also, I'll show you where to find the study calendar. I'll have everything that I need to talk about the program. I'll have the calendar and everything, but... Honestly, I'm going to tell you guys, don't wait for me. If you got, if you have the investment of the $89, put it into yourself. 
All right, because I don't know if I'm having a Remar nurse come on here tonight, but I've had Remar nurses come on and they literally say I'm I'm in a whole different place. And they always say it's worth the investment, but I can't get you guys to see it. And what I don't want to happen is for you to experience um NCLEX failure or what happens is you buy another course and you get to those videos and they're like, um, I, sh I should have just got V2. Okay. Um, so just save yourself the drama, invest in the program. All right. Invest in the program and let's get this nursing license. But tonight be ready for game night. Cause I'm doing all of R and U all of this workbook. So make sure, you know, like I said, I gave you guys a big one. Everybody that showed up is going to get that head start because one of the questions is, which is the priority patient, the patient with the low temperature or the patient with the high temperature? I also explained the fever and hypothermia are not the same thing. So you guys have a leg up to the people that's going to show up tonight. All right. But be prepared for any and everything in this book. All right. OK, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much. Don't forget V2. Go get it. Get it done. I'll see you guys tonight. Remarnurse.com is the website. You can, you will, and you must pass NCLEX.